cheers to the first podcast. Here Name we go. Kill. It's a bit hot. It's a bit hot. It's a bit hot. But all right. So I want to welcome everybody to the extraction. This is Corey and I's first podcast together, and we are talking everything coffee. Correct. So we and, and so Cole and I had this idea a few weeks ago. Actually, um, we have a background in entrepreneurship together, and we decided that we both enjoy coffee. We enjoy the t- coffee taste, and we brew in the exact same pour over method. So it was kind of like meant to be. Yes. We definitely were, were like. You know, how can we get something started that we can be excited about, but also share our knowledge and our experiences of coffee to people that may not know exactly, you know, what note flavors are in coffee or like how do you brew coffee? What's mm-hmm. the best way to brew and general education and things like that. So I think uh, that's something that we could kind of educate others on. Yeah. So, Corey, I think we just want to dive in real quick and show what's our background in coffee? Like, how did we Definitely. come up with, um, like, how do we find coffee? Like, how do we find specialty coffee, most importantly? Because that's what we're both very passionate about. Right. Yeah. You want to go first? Uh, sure. All right. So, um, I kind of have, I don't know, I think Corey and I both kind of had a similar route where, I don't know, a few years ago on YouTube, like, there's a lot of, like, modern, minimalist YouTubers who I, I love, um, Matt Diavella. Yes. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't. He's not as quite uh, precise with uh, as I am with the coffee method. But, That's true. Um, have you seen his video with the Keurig? I have. He throws yes. that thing in the trash. He does. You know, I recommend all of you guys doing that too. But yes. um, Corey and I are very passionate about Chemex, and we just love coffee in general. So I started um, probably about a year and a half ago. Um, ordered my first Chemex, came in the mail. And I was so excited about that. I was thinking about taking a Chemex to college, uh, a Keurig to college, and you know I I couldn't do it. I, I needed the good, the better coffee. Okay, but I also liked the mindful mindfulness practice. It is every single morning I get to be intentional, creating my my first cup, and it is it's awesome. But since then I've I mean I started off brewing like Dunkin' Donuts pre ground coffee in a Chemex. And or if you mistake. There, yep. And, you know, from there, you, you just, you grow, you figure out what works. And uh, since then, I've gotten into more like single origins, found that I'm absolutely in love with like African regions, um, specifically Ethiopia and Tanzania. Um, I love both of those, but I love being pretty adventurous with uh, my cup of coffee and seeing what it takes me. So I'm open to trying about anything as long as it's good coffee. Yeah, and that a lot of what have, what Cole just said, I totally agree with. My favorite type of coffee comes from the African belt, that area yeah. of the like Tanzania and Ethiopia. My favorite coffee does come from Ethiopia, though. I just do this like it is more fruity. If you have a lighter roast, it's way more fruity mm-hmm. than other other areas of, of the world. Um, but some of like let's I want to get into like my like how I started in this yeah. in the sphere. Um, because it was also like YouTubers. Um, back in 2016, I met, I didn't meet, but I had uh, the ability to uh, kind of interview this YouTuber um, with my uh, student organization, yeah. um, the Entrepreneurs Club, which I was a president of in uh, actually 2017, 2018. And we interviewed this guy. Um, 
His name is Craig Adams. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a minimalist, a minimalist YouTuber who now actually goes around the world and uh, does travel videos, mm-hmm. which uh, uh, he was actually a wedding filmmaker as what I am right now. Um, but he uh, he brewed with the Chemex, and I was like, this is interesting. I need to learn more about this. And uh, and I absolutely hated coffee. Like, absolutely, freshman year, like, absolutely hated coffee. Um, and it wasn't until, like, uh, my my friend Kyle Kugler put on a pot of like instant coffee on like you know on on the you know whatever you call that Mr. The, coffee yeah like Mr. Coffee the thing the drip coffee yeah and uh, I tried that and uh, the taste uh, I, I let's just say I had a it wasn't, wasn't that great I just had a really you know I took a drink like mm, nope definitely not for me yeah um but uh, it kind of grew on me it definitely grew on me once I started going to a coffee shop called Sidecar Sidecar here in Cedar Falls is like we've talked about it it's a literal anomaly like i don't know it how is. sidecar a specialty coffee shop and roaster sits here in cedar falls iowa it's yeah. awesome in i mean even when you think about it in the midwest yeah yeah you'd think of like a large city like chicago or kansas city or something like that Maybe, yeah. and which there are but not in small town iowa no. which is crazy uh, to give a reference, the metro area of Cedar Falls and Waterloo. So Cedar Falls and Waterloo is the metro area, and it has right around 100,000 people. Yeah. Um, but Cedar Falls in specific is about 30 maybe, yeah, maybe it's, 30. It's a smaller size. It's a smaller size. So I kind of got like you know hooked on that on that coffee because I was actually doing a lot of work um, filming weddings, so I need to stay up like late yeah. and drink coffee and kind of like get this these wedding edits cranked out. And yeah, and then I I discovered Sidecar, and my whole life absolutely changed. And um, I just in, I'm, I'm in love with their uh, with their interiors of their coffee shops, yeah. um, especially the, uh, the Sidecar on the College Hill mm-hmm. one. It's always filled with people, and I just kind of generally found myself uh, wanting to be around people, like when I wanted to do work, but also kind of like kind of maybe have interaction with the friends that came in yeah. that would come in. I'm like, hey, how you doing? Um, and so that's kind of how I got involved with third wave coffee. And for those of you who don't know, uh, third wave coffee is probably the best quality coffee you will ever drink. Yes, sir. Uh, it's not your Folgers. You know, it, it's, 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 it's better. It's way better. A lot smoother, even healthier. I'd, I'd say, I'd say even healthier for you because it gets you more drinking more coffee that has more antioxidants. Um, it's pure. It's me. It's, yes. it's, it's more pure. It's less processed. Like, exactly. It's I don't know. Uh, it just tastes better. Like I don't. I can't go back to, like you said, like the instant coffee or the, the drip coffee. Like your, your grandma's Folgers. Like I can't do it. I no. don't have to sound pretentious or anything, but there's a definite no. like quality difference, and you also appreciate it more because with this specialty coffee. Um, it's a lot of it's small farms, you know, yes. f- small family farms who are putting together these micro lots for buyers to buy. And then they go to the roasters and there's a lot of care that goes into it. And also knowing a lot of these specialty coffees, third way coffees are, they're like more of the direct trade, fair trade, where, you know, everybody's being treated fairly. Right. They're getting paid a fair wage for what they're doing. And they're being appreciated, most importantly. Exactly. And I know for a fact that when I, for example, this this um, bag of Wanda Zirikana from... Ooh, hold it up to the mic a little bit more. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there yeah, we go. From um, Intelligentsia. When I know that goes into this bag came from a farmer who, especially from the Midwest, we all know farmers, corn, soybean farmers, those guys 
you know, they mean a lot to me. It's it's home. But there's coffee farmers out there too, especially with this. And to bring that kind of full circle, um, there's there's somebody that had to put hard work into making my cup of coffee, and to. And now a lot of these third wave shops are being able to, and third wave roasters are being able to put uh, a name to the face and right. bring a face to the cup, bring a person to show that this guy, this family um, was able to, I guess, create that coffee, pick it, process it, and then ship it, get it imported to here to be roasted and put into my cup. like. It's it's very it's a cool story and no, every, every cup yeah. is a story exactly and that's exactly it and I think on to your on your point too that we know the chain the supply chain in third wave coffee yeah. I think that a lot of coffee shops especially on the west coast yeah. have a social cause that's connected mm-hmm. to their coffee shops so then also you have also other other values and things like that so you know like there's coffee shops in the west called west coast uh, called like Verve and mm-hmm. Uh, cat and cloud uh so cat and cloud i think they're an interesting uh kind of kind of coffee shop uh and roastery yeah it's not just the social cause for them but it's also like they treat their workers here at home right and it's kind of have that that whole community vibe to me and that's like one of the things like even here at school like before i found like you Corey, here at the in the entrepreneurial um area of our school you know i was searching for a community people who i really just I vibed with and really understood and people like you and me, I would say they're pretty rare. Um, and being able to like, especially us being able to kick it off so quickly. Right. It was like the first day, literally I was making coffee in our little kitchenette area of the entrepreneur area. And uh, Cole comes and he's like, Chemex, huh? And I'm like, yeah, like this, like a random dude off the street comes into our, in our area. And it was like, and I'm like, as soon as he said that, I'm like, I know I have to be friends with this guy this guy's awesome. And, uh, but and then another, another thing too, is like viewers that are watching this right now, um, and they're looking for a tribe to follow. And I think that this podcast can really serve as that tribe. Mm-hmm. So this community of people that we're going, we're going to be gathering to talk about coffee and coffee education to generally enlighten people about what's going on in the industry. I think that allows us to create uh, some sort of tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're in Iowa, so we have, we've had a lot of like, you know, our background is like the Indians in this, in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, like my hometown, uh, our, for our sports teams are called the Indians. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think, that is really um, kind of like really inter- an interesting uh, tidbit, I guess I'd add, is that, you know, we're trying to construct a crowd right now. Yeah, like creating a community is, is key for me because I don't know how many times like I've gone through something where I still feel like I didn't fit in. There wasn't anyone there, but like there, there truly are people out there for you. And as, to go back to like kind of the coffee community, I know if you go in like the, the West Coast, finding someone who's in love with, or passionate about the third wave coffee movement, you know, it's pretty common to find someone or more common there. But you go to somewhere here in like the Midwest, like I've never met anybody in person besides you, Corey, uh, who are like just as much into it, if not more into it than I am. You know, We are few and far in between. I would have to agree with you yeah. on that, you know, but you know, it's one of those things that once you try it, you it's easy to be pulled into it. It is. It and, is. You know, even though like this bag of coffee is a little bit more expensive um, than your, I mean, 
going to Folgers or your back of Starbucks even, you know, it's more expensive than that. But you're paying for a story, like I said, and you're paying for an experience mm-hmm. every single morning. It's I don't drink, you know, like four cups of coffee every morning. I drink one cup of coffee. Right. And it's not because I, I don't need the caffeine. Um, it's because it, I care, you know, and I'm more intentional with it to sound right to, to sound but I totally agree. I'm, I'm very intentional with like, tasting the coffee and it's like an experience. You know, it's the people who enjoy specialty coffee are up there with the people who enjoy nice cigars, nice bottles of wines, uh, whiskeys, those type of people, people who are very passionate about flavor and tasting things. You know, those that's the type of people um, who drink specialty coffee and it's, it takes a, a finer palate um, to, to be able to taste and express the flavor notes in this. And I'll be honest with you, like, when I first got into it, I didn't taste all the things that were into it. it was like, no, yeah, and no. I still don't. And no one comes into this. No, and, and for the community that's watching right now, no one comes in to this community or into the coffee realm and understands that, ooh, this tastes like lemon, or, oh, this tastes like raspberry, or whatever other flavor. Oh, chocolate. Oh, you'll get a like a huge chocolate note yeah. usually. Like, that's usually the starting out. Yeah. You get a dark roast saying like, oh, this is chocolatey. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a lot of these people will come in discouraged and maybe even lost at some point because they're really passionate or they're really wanting to get into this. And they're like, I can't taste what you're telling me. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's okay. And that's completely fine. And we are here to walk you through this journey and to be able to say here, like, this is how you're going to uh, taste this. And maybe it's even like how, like, you know, your your extraction. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like the name of this podcast, the extraction, the extraction is probably one of the most important aspects of drinking coffee, because if you have more or you have too much of an extraction, you're not going to get all of the taste that's inside of this coffee bean. And so, you know, we really want to be able to educate others about how you should really taste this coffee and give you some tips on maybe like, you know, put yourself in a state of mind to be able to understand that it's not always going to taste, you know, amazing or it's not always going to have like this experiment. Exactly. It's an experiment. This is what this is. You know, it's one of those things where I, when I first got into coffee, like if you would have told me that coffee could taste sweet, I would have thought you were lying. Mm. You know, growing up. Totally agree. When I growing up, like my parents made Folgers, or they made Dunkin' Donuts, like and even like some Starbucks stuff. But it's all like coffee being sweet is such an, a foreign foreign idea to most people. It's like usually it's like, oh, coffee's bitter, you know. Mm-hmm. And to me, coffee isn't bitter. Coffee is to me is sweet, especially the coffees I like, mm-hmm. um, especially coming from the African belt. Um, where I like those lighter roasts, I like the, the aromas, the sweeter notes, mm-hmm. and to have that, and to have that experience in a cup of coffee. Growing up, I said that was unheard of, like it wouldn't happen. But I don't know about you, Corey, but like we've talked about like the coffees that we like, and being able to try uh, or at least experience this that lighter cup, uh, the more. It's a very delicate cup of coffee, and I, and I love that. Um, and not everybody is going to like those lighter roasts. Not everybody is going to like brewing in a Chemex. Some people are a V60. Some people mm-hmm. are an Aeropress. Some people are espresso, you know? And some people are 
drip coffee drinkers, and that's, that's completely fine. You know, and that's one hundred percent fine. And you don't if you put cream and sugar in your pot and your your coffee. More power to you. Yeah. If that's the best cup of coffee, is the cup of coffee you like. Exactly. And exactly. You know, we're just here to educate. Yeah, it's, you know, I say like, this is, you know, maybe you should try it. And if you don't like, if you don't like it, like that's completely fine. You have that choice. And so, um, yeah, creating that transparency too is, is very key. Um, so let's kind of talk about, um, kind of like what we plan on talking about. Um, so I know we've mentioned, we've talked about different brewing methods and different ways that you can brew. Um, so I think that, um, that's been kind of established, um, our overall goal, too, is to be able to talk about roasteries mm-hmm. and is how do you roast coffee, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be one of our one of the aspects, one of the pillars that um, we're really going to be going off to is talking about how mm-hmm. coffee is roasted and maybe even the possibly even the science behind it. Yeah. You know, we, we talked about the, the supply chain of coffee. And I think going along the entire trip would be pretty cool. But something I like is um, kind of doing a, a region study. Mm. where we get to sit down, try these different coffees from these different regions, and really go on a trip with, going through that story, go through that experience, to see what that region has to offer, um, and really go into why it tastes like that. So, t- I mean, today we, we are on a, a trip to Rwanda, right. um, and this is, like I mentioned... And my is it good. Oh, yeah, it is super good. So, we... This is actually from Trade. Okay, this is where I order all of my coffee from. And let me tell you, Trade Coffee is a phenomenal deal. So okay. true. So I've been using Trade for a few months now, and I absolutely love the service there. Okay, the first cup of coffee, I mean, your first bag of coffee from us, um, use our referral code, um, use the link, and you get 30% off your first um, bag of coffee. But also from there, if you do a subscription, you get 15% off and free shipping on every single bag. And let me say, as I mentioned, specialty coffee, third-way coffee can be a little bit more expensive. Um, so this is a phenomenal deal to get a part of that. And when we're getting uh, bags of coffee from trade, they're not going from a warehouse. Like These are coming directly from the roaster. Like this right here is from Intelligentsia, right from Chicago. Right here to Cedar Falls, Iowa. So, like, it's you. You know what you're getting is fresh, and that's something. This third wave coffee is it's fresh. We don't have a best buy date on our bags. We have a roasted on date. So exactly, you know, it's 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 fresh. It's this is as pure of a cup of coffee as you can get. Exactly, I, I absolutely love it. So, yeah, I I have so much in store for this journey that Corey and I are going on uh, on this podcast, and I'm so excited to be able to share it with you guys. Uh, share our our experiences because to think about it, Corey and I are very novice. We're very much of novices in the coffee space. But so true. But we, I want to take you guys on a journey of how we develop our palates, how we develop the experiences that we go through. Um, and really looking forward to seeing where this takes us. Yeah, definitely. And I really look forward to educating others, um, being able to actually interact with the community and build a community, build a tribe that is here in the Midwest, but also all around the world. Mm -hmm. Um, Really, I just, I hope the best for the people that are listening to um, our podcast. And I really hope that they gain a lot of value um, of like what we bring to them and what we bring to the table. So, um, yeah, I, I'm really excited to see where we go from here. I think there's a lot of potential for 
events and things like that, like meetups. Um, But there's this whole mid, like the Midwest, uh, as we mentioned, it's kind of a, there's not much of a presence of uh, third wave coffee. But, but it's such, it's such a new thing where it just hasn't reached here yet. Right. And people like us are the innovators, the early adopters of this movement. Um, And this is going to be more common as you go. Um, And it's just not very common for, especially here in the Midwest, people, coffee shops to have their own roastery. Right. And um, as there's, there's actually quite a few uh, cool places here in the Midwest where coffee does have a presence. So think about, Minneapolis. You have Mill City Roasters, one of the best um, and most well-known roaster companies. But also, you have Cafe Imports, which is huge. Which um, is also in Minneapolis, Minneapolis. too. Yeah, you know, it's we have this coffee presence here in the Midwest, but I don't know if we necessarily have the the drinking presence where people enjoy the coffee, you know, like what we do. And eventually, that's become more common. Like people are going to get to you no longer have to settle for um, a halfway decent cup of coffee. You know, right. um, there's more out there. You know, if you if you want to try something like this, it's out there, and exactly. I'd be more than willing to hold your hand along the journey and show you show you the way. You know, that's one of the things I want to do with this is, like I said, the community. I love community exactly. and being able to help people um, and develop people is pretty cool. No, yeah, definitely. So. Um yeah, do you want to lead us out? Sure. So, um, I don't know. We're looking forward to a lot of cool things here on the traction. Uh, stay in touch with us. Um, we're gonna have some stuff on Instagram coming out, some social media stuff, as well as YouTube podcasts will be available on all streaming platforms. Um, so, uh, last but not least, like I said, um, if you want to get into this coffee, uh, feel free to. Uh, message us, uh, talk to us, reach out, but also don't be afraid to go out there, like I said, on trade and figure out, um, just get, find yourself some coffee. Like there's a whole, um, the way they do it, you know, I hate to keep going on in this, but it's such a innovative idea for me, um, where they, they, if you can walk in there without ever drinking a cup of coffee and you can walk out of there with something you like because they they do a, a quiz to to see what you would like and um for me uh, i like a little adventure you know i like i brew in a chemex i drink it black things like that they ask you so many questions so they can narrow it down from their hundreds of selections of coffees to what you want and that's kind of one of the i want to end this on is if you want to try coffee there's something out there for you Exactly. And it's the same thing with community. And the first step is maybe even just going to your local coffee shop and asking. Yep. Yeah. And that's what it was for me is I didn't know the difference between all these different origins. I didn't know the difference between all these different espresso drinks. But as you get into it, you find out more. You experience what you like. You figure out what you don't like. And from that, you can really just keep following that path until you find something you absolutely love. And... I guess I just keep following us, um, stay in touch, and we're going to have some cool stuff coming on the way. Yes. Yeah. So thank you for joining us for our first episode of The Extraction. If you want to find out more, you can definitely follow our social medias. So, yep. All, All right. right. Thank you.